we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. Okay, I don't know. Don't, don't ever so bring so you guys around me. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast on the Buttered Pop Network. It's Eddie Estrada here, sadly, for the last time to discuss all things Potomac with my wonderful co-host all season, Kelsey. Kelsey, how are you doing? I'm depressed. I'm going to miss these ladies. As am I. But what an episode. What a part three to end what this reunion with, right? Yes, to the conclusion to the Michael saga. The Michael saga, if you guys don't know, are the allegations that Michael Darby had against him. If you don't know, watch Potomac. If you don't know, where have you been? Yeah. It's been the talk of everything. It's been everything's been leading up to this moment. We even had him leering down from the, the, the sidelines. Doing like, his from Emperor the Palpatine impression. Terrifying. The scariest thing I've seen on TV all year. And I watched the Purge TV show. <laughs> Michael Darby was much more terrifying. Um Let's kind of jump right into it because basically this episode was all about Michael. Yeah, from every different angle. We got it all. Um, let's first start with the way that Michael kind of defended himself when uh, like confronted with um, all these allegations. First, he said that he didn't do it, that this never happened. Um, Which is what he's been saying all along. He's admitted there was contact, but he has stuck with the story that it was just in passing. Yes, that there was, it was, he bumped into him. It was, it wasn't anything malicious. It wasn't intentioned. It was just, it just happened. But then that kind of contradicts. What everyone else says. What everyone else says. And, and his pattern of behavior, according to everyone else. And exactly, his pattern of behavior, which we're going to get into because there's a pretty big revelation we got in this episode, which if you watched, you definitely know what it is. But if you haven't, you're going to have to wait to figure out what it is. <laughs> uh, but with with the whole Michael Darby situation, it, it's tricky because I, I think... It's it's going to be one of those things that we never know the truth on. Well, that okay. I think if you look at every single one of those, every single person on the couch, even Monique, who is supposedly on Ashley's side here and believes her, blah de blah, blah their faces said it all. Yeah. They all believe it happened. And I mean, for I them to all happened. be so certain to be willing to, like, none of them seem to be afraid of any legal pre- repercussions. Yeah, that's the other thing. And that's not thing. because... Michael can't afford to bring legal repercussions. That's because he would have no grounds because he knows it's true. Yeah, that's the, that's actually a really good like like a truth because they are very very bold in this finale, especially Karen and Ray, which I loved them for. Mm-hmm. Like we've known Karen has been very anti this Michael situation from the beginning. We know consent is everything. And yes. I think I wish Karen had gone after him even more, but she kind of let Ray take the lead here. Yeah. I also want to talk about why I thought it was better that the, I think the men kind of took control because Michael. It's also nice to hear men talking about consent. Yeah. It's just in general, it's not something you see it commonly on television. So to see men calling out another man for his, 
des- indiscretions. Yeah, I thought yeah, that was like good TV. It is good for TV. Important TV. Very important TV. Um, and also I think it was a, like, but what I was going to get to was I thought it was very disgusting how Michael was like, I'm very upset about what you women did to me. Mm-hmm. Like what you don't understand what you've done to me, like playing the total victim and basically blaming these women for quote unquote ruining his yeah. life. And there was no way around this. There, like there was no way to not show this on the show. Yeah. You, it, he wasn't coming after Bravo. He yeah. Came after the women. It, if, if like the person who supposedly would have ruined his life would be the man who supposedly falsely accused him. But it really seems the opposite that Michael ruined this man's life. And in his attempt to stand up for himself, which the women said, his name was splashed everywhere. And they said his life is ruined. Not that I think his life's necessarily ruined, but anytime anyone Googles him from now on, that's what they're going to find. Yeah. Same thing for our for Ashley Darby. I almost called her Arby's. Arby's? Wait, that's a new <laughs> nickname. Arby's. Uh, every time you Google her, it's going to say, uh, Michael Darby touched an ass. <laughs> As Giselle put it. As That was hilarious. Giselle has been getting me through this season. Uh, the people's housewife. The people's housewife. But I, I, I think you're right. I mean, I, I feel bad for Ashley. Like the woman had said as well that like she has had to be attached to this because it's her reputation as well. But she's also played this the exact way Michael has. It's like they both decided they were just going to deny, deny, deny and yeah. like take it to the grave. And I think the only way they could do that in confidence is if this guy had been paid off. So we personally, that's yeah. my personal thoughts. I mean, don't I, go proving me wrong, Michael, <laughs> with your legal threats. They're coming for you, Kelsey. Uh, but no, I mean, also, Michael was like saying that there was no files charges, that it was just a claim and the claim. No was files dropped. charges. No files charged. Sorry. No files charged. No charges. filed. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's, it's you're Charles? looking at me, abs. Charles, there's not two. You're looking at me like I'm crazy. Charges filed, like what the charges were filed. You said the files charged, and then I don't even know what else you said, but it got loopy from there. <laughs> oh my gosh, I I don't even know what I was trying to say. Charges filed, yes. right? Yes. So my sorry, this. Oh my god, Potomac. Arby's and Charles. <laughs> Arby's and Charles. But I mean. Yeah, so he said there was no charges filed, <laughs> but it was just a claim and the claim was dropped. But like, it's more than that because it was, like... It was dropped for insufficient evidence and the the accuser didn't show up to court. That's why it was dropped. Like, if you don't have a witness, then you don't have your evidence because you don't have testimony from the witness. Yeah. It's that simple. And you think he didn't show up because he was paid off. Yeah, or he was too embarrassed, which is what the women guessed. I think that is because they are too afraid to suggest he was paid off. Yeah, I I can see them kind of using that as because their that's shield. like that's a a bad accusation to make without yeah. proof. That is a very yeah exactly. If My you don't bad. have proof on that, <laughs> Kelsey, you're getting us in trouble. Like we'll be sending you the legal fee bill <laughs> at the end of all this. Uh, but no, you. I mean. You're right. They can't flat out say, like, we think he was paid off. Like, that's why the charges were dropped. But they can dance around with every other mm-hmm. idea. Which is what they've done. Yeah. 
I think they also, it seems like they all met this guy and they all had a good impression of him. And we've seen, we saw on Fox 5, Michael saying that he was like a grifter. And if you watch the full Fox 5 interview, which is online, you can look it up on YouTube. Go Google it. It's honestly not worth watching. It's so long, but Michael just comes off so creepy and the newscaster lady is (laughs) not impressed, but... um, I completely lost track of where I was going with that. Um, you were talking about um, why the accuser didn't show up, and he was calling oh yeah, the and so he yeah. alluded to the fact that the man was just looking for money. Yeah, which I thought was not a nice accusation to make in the first part. But the women also seemed offended by that. No, and they definitely were, and and they also go they also go that route, and they discuss it that way because they have all had other like producers come to them and say mm-hmm. you know what he he does this like this is like a thing that he's done to me like he's very handsy mm-hmm. well beyond that it seems that they've all seen it with their Happen, own eyes yeah this isn't the first time it's not the last time like they know this is how he is mm-hmm. this episode i feel like the avengers were robin chris and ray they were like united <laughs> They were. To take him down. They were really ready. I mean, with Ray, Ray brought up that Andy Cohen mm-hmm. was uh, grabbed. And Andy didn't remember it during so the So he reunion, says. But on Watch What Happens Live, he did comment and say that like everyone else was like, yeah, if you don't remember, that actually did happen. Like mm-hmm. he had just forgotten it. So yeah. Ray wasn't wrong. Yeah. Uh, and he wasn't. He didn't say that never happened. He wasn't shocked by it either. Oh, yeah. You know I mean, what I mean? Which if someone told, if someone was saying, well, I saw you do this to them and someone is saying on national TV that you saw someone else grab your butt and you're like, that absolutely did not happen. Like, how do you just not know? I mean, I've, I've, I've had my butt touched and I'm like, oh, what? I, I have it. too, but like not known who it was, but. So, I mean, some, I mean, I bet I've had my butt touched by someone and I won't remember. It happens. It's Andy Cohen. <laughs> Everyone's trying to touch his butt, but <laughs> I guess the my point is like you remember it when it's not so, like solicited, when it's an unsolicited. Yeah, maybe Andy's doing what M- Michael said he was doing, which is just man to man saying, "Hey, you know, it's like what sports teams <laughs> or, do," and they were like, "What?" <laughs> or what the other thing he was saying, it's an Australian it's thing. It's an Australian <laughs> thing, and and Andy's like, "Yeah, I love Australia," yeah. or something like that. I was like, Andy, uh, I I was kind of taken aback with Andy's blase attitude about the whole thing i i think he had like i think he had to so he could because clearly ashley and michael are on the next season so he was trying to maintain that relationship and they're also clearly upset yes but uh it still rubbed me the wrong way oh yeah i mean love andy will always love Andy. yeah but i was like what you're saying disappointed you were it was a little weird it was a little different i wanted them to take him to task i didn't care if he didn't want to come back next year i would love to see ashley without michael like you can just not show michael i'm okay with that yeah i mean you totally can i mean it might be hard with the baby um, do you think michael's involved with that baby i don't know honestly i find it hard to believe they actually both live in that apartment you don't think they're living together? Every time she's in that house, she looks stiff as a board. Imagine she still lives in that studio from second season. You think they're living separate lives? 
I don't know. This is another one of my conspiracy theories. I'm like, Kelsey, you can't be making these accusations. (laughs) You don't know they're true. The Darbies are coming after us. (laughs) I'll take your accusation and give you a new one. Yeah, it's like, oh, God. I just think they look so uncomfortable with each other and tense every time you see them on camera. And it seems so forced. And she, I I will give it to her. She is a great actress. But he is not. Ashley? Yeah. Ashley, the actress? Yeah. Yeah, Michael Darby was sweating through that suit the entire time. She she should be a politician's wife, not Michael's wife, because she can stand by her man. Call Michael Sterling. She's poised under pressure. Um, If we can get pry the Coronas out of her hand, I think she could do well. (gasps) The Coronas. I'm literally dead at that. She knocked back those Coronas all season pre-baby like there were no other. I've never seen someone drink so many Coronas. And like... Maybe that's her baby's middle name. Corona? Yeah. Michael Corona Darby Jr. The baby's name is Michael? I don't think it is. Dean. Sorry. Dean Michael. Dean Corona Darby. Dean Michael Corona Darby. (laughs) Dean Michael Corona Darby. Actually, it sounds kind of... It has a nice ring to it. I'm kind of into it. Yeah. Ashley? Yeah. Ashley, maybe... (laughs) Ashley, if you're out there... Uh, we have a great baby name for your little one. It involves your f- other favorite. Your other favorite little one. Little one. Your little, your little cold one. <laughs> little cold one. Um, let's talk about the other allegation that um Michael had against him, which was the comment that he wanted to suck Juan's sausage. Sausage. Snassage. Poor Juan. He looked so uncomfortable in that whole exchange. He was like, "Oh, this is what I've been dreading." Yeah, I. Poor guy. I mean... He clearly doesn't want to be there, ever. He's like, I'm doing this for my wife because I love her. My ex-wife, F-wife's my current... Maybe future wife in ex-wife. September. I don't even... <laughs> I thought it was cute that when she was like, oh, well, he wants she wants to get married like within the next like year and a half, he was like, oh, yeah, no, I agree. Like, No, I think they are clearly in love, clearly on the same page, but he also clearly hates the show. Yes. I mean, you know he loves her because he's doing this show despite how much he hates it. And he's gotten his dream job now. They're out of debt. He could... You know what I mean? Cut it off any time. Yeah, but it's it's that true love between. It's that Barbara true and love. And that true love between Michael and Juan. Uh, Michael. <laughs> the, this all comes down to like a, a a a he said she said situation, and it really bugs me because Michael, first and foremost, is like Robin was drunk. Everyone knows how drunk Robin was. He was like she couldn't walk. Yeah, it was it. He was trying to do a smear campaign on everyone. Every single and person. Yes, the women joked about this, but they weren't, they all still kind of tried to be careful, except for Candace. I will say Candace was outright. Candace she did was not care. Pointing butter knives in his direction. That's and he for was, sure. He was threatening legal, legal, legal action, action exactly. That's like, what, maybe we should be worried. <laughs> If he's ready to go for Candace for the that's ridicu- butter knife. The butter knife thing, though, to me, is as ridiculous as the gong. Wait. As, as, as Kelly Dodd's dong- donger on Wait. Shannon. I was dying when Candace was like, well, I could have Ashley arrested for trespassing. Oh and they're like, God. trespassing? <laughs> she's like, yes. And they're like, you invited her into your home. And she's like, but she wouldn't leave. And then Chris was like, she came back inside. She came back inside. <laughs> and they were like, well, that was like after the knife. But still, I was dead. I loved, I love them being like assault, like intent to kill. And she's like trespassing, trespassing. Like, okay, <laughs> calm down, everyone. Like, we have a zoning issue. Exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was insane. But um, back to Juan's sausage. <laughs> um, 
Candace also agrees that she heard it as well. And he's like, you weren't even in the conversation. She's like, we were all together. The restaurant had closed down. It was the end of the night. We were all figuring out what we were doing. We were talking and everyone heard you say this. And he's like, no, no one heard me say this. But I mean, everyone kind of like agrees that like this was, um, you know, this was like this happened. I mean, I, I don't not believe it. I don't think anyone would. First of all, this guy got the job on the show, which that's a a great in to a Bravo show. There's so many different productions. There's you know what I mean? Yeah. That's going to be. A, a great move in your career. And he left the show so early on because of this, was willing to put his name out there. Oh, he, you're talking about the cameraman. I was talking about Juan. Oh, 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 sorry, Juan. <laughs> um, yeah, Juan's clearly uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, but moving forward, back to what you were saying about the cameraman, let's go back to the Michael Darby and then let's move on. This is, I, I can't yeah. talk about Michael Darby too much any longer. Just I'm going to have I've bad just, dreams. I'm going to have nightmares of his I, sweaty face. Ugh, gross. But like you said, he, this cameraman had a full future ahead of him. And I mean, he still does. But um, I mean, just to think of like how hard this must have been for him, like, you know, getting an amazing job at Bravo, Real Housewives of Potomac. Like, that's fantastic. You know, starts putting on his resume. He's able to add more and more things. But like. Like you said, he had to leave early. Like he had to stop because he, yeah, now this man him, made him feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Michael Darby touched his ass and no one wants that. No one wants that on their resume. No one wants it in their diary. No one wants that anywhere. Yeah. It's, I mean, I'm, I'm proud of him for coming forward. I think this was a really great episode for the conversation. And I was proud of Karen yeah. for standing up to Michael. Yes. In his face and saying that to, she was proud of the cameraman for coming forward. And Michael's like shock and disbelief like, oh, Karen. Yeah. He was he couldn't believe that she was coming to play with him. But yeah. We know the grand dame of Potomac does not does not back down. And the same. <laughs> she will the control case. more than your tongue. Yes. Um, let's just talk about. Um, the Rose and Thorn kind of in situation. This one's going to be a little bit of a shorter podcast because I mean, really the whole episode was Michael Darby. Yes. And I mean, I, I just also want to say, remember when they left stage oh, and yes. they're leaving and Ash is like, great job, baby, like great performance. And then she tells him, um, like reminds him he's still Mike. So he doesn't like seemingly. So he doesn't say anything he to d- admit that the jig is up. What was the, what was the, that, sh- that, mo- that movie or show on, it was like the documentary on HBO about the guy, the jinx where he like talks to himself in the mirror with the my- hot mic salon and like confesses to the murders, like on his mic and they caught him on the documentary. That's what I was hoping was going to happen with Michael Darby. I wish <laughs> Ashley didn't tell him that he was still Mike and he would be like, yeah. he'd be like, I touched that cameraman's button. I'll touch all more when I get the chance. And it's like, we could have caught him red handed. We could have caught him brown handed. Yeah, we could have had a law and order moment. It would have been amazing. Oh my God, brown handed. <laughs> forget I said that. But it would have been, it would have been great. But I mean, um, no, I mean, Ashley's, she's got it down. She's like, we're getting on to another season. Keep your mouth shut. I think she's like going to get her. She's got her baby. She's going to get her check. She's going to get like rid of Michael. I need to, you know what I mean? Also, do you eventually. think there could be a, like a break this season between the two of them? Or do you I don't, don't think so? know. I think so we'll young. see what happens. I think they stuck together. So 
strongly through this, which was super tumultuous. So I can't see her leaving him for any other reason other than he cuts her mom off. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. We'll have to see next season. Um, but let's talk about something that is kind of happening this season and is going on right now while, cause we know that they're filming. We know Sharice has replaced Katie Rost. Who uh, I'm still like justice for Katie Rost. She should have been at the reunion. There should be an Andy watch what happens live I special. Agree. And if not, we need answers. Andy, we need an explanation. We are owed an explanation. I, I'm so upset Katie was not at the reunion. She deserved more than anyone. She was the center of everything. And also, I've been watching her most recent like Instagram posts and like videos and cameos. First of all, she's looking so healthy and sounds so good. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, the blue contacts scare me. It always scares context, me when someone tries to, to change something about themselves that's so finite. Yeah, I mean, the blue contacts are much. But other than that, she looks healthy. She looks happy. I think she was really depressed this season because of everything going going on. A a miscarriage and her children being taken away from her. Yeah, but you could just see the difference in her now. And it's like, I miss that, Katie. I I mean, she still got engaged to someone after, what, five, six weeks? So I. eh. But justice for Katie. That's all we got to say. Justice for Katie. Bad luck. You guys, if you are um, an attractive. Um, Italian-looking man in the LA area. Please go to um, Badwig Productions on Instagram. <laughs> it is Katie Ross' um, it, production company. Her new TV show is cast open casting for two young um, Italian males. You can get the you can get the sides <laughs> on her Instagram page and self tape. So if you guys want to be in Katie Ross Bergen. Uh, Bergen. Bergen by Katie Ross. By I Katie finally Ross. remember the name of it's it. A TV show about her the life. The entire time you've been talking, I've been racking my brain for the name of that stupid. Why is it Bergen? Because she's from Bergen County. Oh, okay. I was about to go off, but you've silenced me. I'm actually like really. In, I want to watch the show. I I'm I want to watch the show if it happens, but I'm very skeptical. I feel like this might be a Sonia Morgan situation. Oh, we might be hearing about a lawsuit soon. Seven million dollars later. Yeah. Um. But. But I, I mean, I do you think I could pass as Italian? No, no, and that, I definitely not like an Italian male. I'm definitely <laughs> you're like, yeah, I could pass as an Italian woman, maybe. <laughs> yeah, give me some Bob's Burgers, some like Linda action in there. Um, I don't know if she's Italian, I just Linda. I just assumed I, I just assumed no idea what she, yeah, the, the, um, the Bob's Burgers people are definitely ambiguously. I love I love Bob's Burgers. Okay, but we're not talking about that. We need to get back to um, B- Potomac because we need to finish out. <laughs> Where are with we the in drama. the land yeah. of We're like everywhere. We got like off on Katie Ross, and we got. I mean, so the Italian men go to Instagram. Badwig Production. Badwig Productions, you, and files your case. The charges <laughs> charges files case. charge face Charles Charles. Um. Let's talk about Monique and Candace because at the Ro- the Rose and Thorn ceremony, I'll call it, <laughs> which we love. We always love a good Rose and Thorn. We used to do uh, a Rose and Thorn of Roni each episode when we do our Roni recaps. Um, but the ladies did it sitting here at the reunion. It was amazing um, because it seems like Candace and Monique basically – come to terms with what happened and they kind of come to an understanding and they move on as housewives do at reunions. And then as housewives do afterwards on social media, 
Monique said, it's off. We hate each other again. <laughs> yeah, she's basically like, yeah, that's a lie. Like, we are... Beautiful moment. Too bad it didn't last. I think that was her comment on the photo of them hugging. Um, sad is what I'm going to say I am. I, I really do like the relationship between Monique and Candace. So I'm upset that that moment that was so beautiful at the reunion when they both were like, that was my thorn. And she was like, I was going to say the same thing. Like I'm going to give you as a sister. They started crying. They gave the big hug. I was like, yes, they're back. Cause I love both of them. I didn't buy their, like they sold me on their friendship in the first couple episodes. And then I rewatched the whole, the whole, all the seasons, all the show. And then rewatched that season and was like, that seems mighty quick. They went from like, she's okay to, Oh, we're best friends just to go three episodes later. Here's our beef that will carry on for the rest of the season into the next. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm suspect. I don't buy it. You don't buy anything though. See, right. I'm like, I'm always like, you're like, sell it to me. I'm like, a, I'm a positive penny. Like, <laughs> you're being Leanne right now. I'm Carrie. I'm like, be less negative, Kelsey, less negative. Let's take shots. Um, we'll do the stairs. We'll, I love the stairs. I know. I, I would be all time. over that. Are you kidding me? Yeah, we should go do the Santa Monica stairs sometime soon. I, we don't have to go that far. There's stairs, stairs all we can go over. To the sand dunes. Like Culver City, sand dune. We've got yeah. some Redondo stairs. We got stairs all over. We Let's go to Caraes and do the stairs there. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think that's I think the that's place we should, we should Carrie, go. Carrie, respond back to me on Inst- or Twitter DM. Yeah, we'd really like to Airbnb your place. Yeah, just like hit me up. Just hit me quick. All right, guys. That's going to be it for Potomac this season. If you guys want more Potomac, don't worry because we have more Potomac for you. Surprisingly enough, not surprising at all. We have our Housewives history. It's back and we did season two of Real Housewives of Potomac where we deep dive into all things and every single word on the street that the ladies had to say about each other um, in season two, which is a fantastic season. And it was a first watch for you, right? It was a first watch for me. A um, magical moment. I absolutely loved it. So if you guys want to get that, part two is out now, but part three will be out very soon. And if you go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash bravoed you can get all three parts immediately and tons of extra bonus podcasts and fun, cool benefits. Kelsey, thank you again for recapping all of Potomac with me this season. It was amazing to have you on. It was amazing. So happy to be here as always. Um, we will have you back for something soon. We will, you guys have not heard the last of Kelsey. So make sure you guys follow her on social media. Where can they follow you? Maybe you'll find out in the next podcast. Um, bad wig productions, <laughs> bad on wig ins- productions on Instagram. You can find you can me find in her. Bergen. I'm moving there. <laughs> She's moving to Bergen. Um, and you can find me at Eddie underscore Estrada. And make sure you also follow all of Hot and Bravo socials at H O T in beer A V O D. And that's on Instagram and Twitter. We will see you guys next time. <laughs>